Hey, what's up? My name is Danielle Lukite Mosca, and I know that there are people out there who know me as a coach. Some know me as a choreographer, and then there are some who know me as a motivational content creator. And yes, I'm all those things, but today I am here to be a queen helping you bring out your God given mission because I believe we have a responsibility to empower our mindsets and to cultivate creativity in life and business. So, with that said, welcome to the I Empower Her show let's do this I want to talk about desires first of all right because I feel like the world has made desires a dirty word (laughs) you desiring something the reality is that desires are like these whispers from God they're like these little gems that are put on the inside of your heart for you to be stirred into where to go and what to do it's kind of how you know and recognize your callings when you're drawn to something so I love this quote so so much True desire represents the urge of life, seeking a fuller expression, and is kept alive by the continuous expectation of its fulfillment. It brings to us the ways and means for its manifestations. The principle explains no desire is felt until the supply is ready to appear. No mind can be conscious of a need or a desire unless the possibility of its fulfillment already exists. What you want already exists. That's a reality. What you want already exists. It's there. It's possible. You would not be able to dream it up if it wasn't possible. Okay? You wouldn't be able to dream it up if it wasn't possible. You cannot imagine what you have not seen or some kind of um, insight to what you haven't seen because there are still things out there to be discovered, but what you want already exists. So what do you want? There's something about being obviously really confident in this, regardless of what you see and regardless of what your circumstances are. Because your circumstances are a circumstance, like a season. They change if you are willing to change them. A lot of us are stuck in what is possible because of where we've come from, because of our past, because of the things that I'm asking you in this moment in time to release yourself from your past, release yourself from the the, the shoulda, woulda, coulda and hows, let them go and look forward. There is, it's really important for us to be in the present moment facing forward, not the present moment looking back. And for for those who know the work and because I'm such a mindset advocate, right? The the mind, the mind is, is designed for, to protect you. Your mind will try to protect you. So if you struggled in areas of this, it could be because your mind is saying to you, oh no, like don't dream that far because how is that going to be possible? Or look at your current circumstances. Or the last time you dreamed and you did X, Y, Z, it was problematic. So don't dream too far. Don't dream too big. Or, um, you know, know that the dream is so big, you're never going to reach it. But go ahead, have a little play. No, we're not doing that today, okay? We're not doing that with our minds today. This is the day where you decide to take authority over your mind and say, no, I am going to take jurisdiction. I am going to go. I am going to get those uh, those double doors and open onto, um, onto that natural landscape. And, you know, there was a lot in here where people were like, I've got my studio. I'm going to work out. You want to be women who take care of your body, women who take care of your mind, okay? And there's something in that where you don't have to wait for five years for some of these things. You don't, get, you don't have to do that. That's a choice. 
There wasn't anything that anyone said. I know you didn't finish your day, right? Some of you, and you, and I advise you to do that. But there wasn't a lot that you said that that people said where you have to wait for five years to do that. In fact, none of it, you have to wait for five years. If you were turning around and saying, I want to make sure that my book is on New York bestseller and have a TED talk, and then I want to be on Oprah's show. Okay, that's going to take time. That's going to take time to build. So right now, for me, I'm like, ladies, you need to start dreaming. You need to start remembering your dreams. Because what you have been writing here, you do not have to wait five years for. Your dreams are not scary enough. Just going to throw that out there. Why do you want what you want? Okay. Why do I want this? Why do I want a chef to come in? Because I don't want to cook. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Sometimes I want to wake up and my, my food's done. And sometimes I do want to cook. My husband's a great cook. He'll probably cook. But sometimes I want a chef to come in. And I want to homeschool my children. I don't want to send them to no public school. I've known that my whole life, regardless of what's happening in the world right now. Okay. So I know that's what I want. I want two dogs. <laughs> that's what I want. I want two dogs. I want to open the back garden. They go running and charging. Then I want to walk down the road. And you know, when the houses are so big, you have to walk like five minutes to get to the next house. That's what I want. That's just what I want. I want to feel that. Why do you want it? When you know why you want something, it's, it's go, that is what is going to carry you. Um, one of the trainings in our business suites, we have loads of resources on top of our weekly trainings with the ladies in, in what they're building. And one of the trainings is called the seven levels of why. And one of the ladies shared this in our private Slack channel. And she said, I've just completed the seven, that should be there, but the seven levels of why, it's really opened up my, my mind. It's really opened my mind up about what success is to me, why I want to be successful and why it's important to create my business. I hadn't realized just how passionate I am about the development of young people. It's really cemented me that through dance training and coaching, I want to help young people have belief in themselves, be courageous, be strong in their minds and their bodies for their futures. I'd love to know your, what you discovered. So she's asking the other ladies, right? When she did that, she's someone who hasn't known what her business is. When she came in, she didn't even know what her business was yet. She just knew that she was called to something. So it isn't about knowing all of the details, but it's about trusting what's on the inside of you, right? And she did this training and it cemented her into her vision. It cemented her into her calling, into what she wanted to be doing. Why do you want what you want? And then why? And then why? And then why? right? It's called seven levels for a reason. You've got to know why you want what you want. With some of your days as well, I want you to get tangible. You've got the senses, you know how you want to feel, and I want you to get tangible. Don't be afraid to dream. I know you've been disappointed. We've been disappointed in our lives. This can be the beginning of the rest of your life right here, right now. You're not choosing to get disappointed. You're choosing to pivot if something needs to change. You're choosing to steer off into victory, okay? You have the choice to be successful. And another question for you that I want you to all write this down. What is success to me? I want you to really journal in what success means to you. When you know what success means to you, you are going to know how to measure it when you get there, okay? So it's literally what I'm writing here. What will it mean to achieve this, to achieve that day in the life that you just wrote down, to achieve those dreams and those visions that you mentioned? What, you know, what would it mean to achieve that? 
Why is it important for you to achieve this? Why is it important? It's important for a reason, but why? How will you know? When you know your why, you will know how you know when you get there. If, if success to me is to uh, make a million, drive a Range Rover, um, and to have my toenails painted every week, <laughs> I'm just going to throw out some randoms. Then if I'm doing that, I know I've reached success because that's how I measure it. What can you, what can you build into your life now from that day? What realistically needs to wait five years? Do you really believe it's possible? That's what's going to switch you from where you're at to where you want to be. Belief. Believing that it's possible. So limitations. I'm going to go in this. Mindset is the foundation. In our mastermind, it's what we start with. We start with mindset. There's a whole bunch of mindset trainings. And I do a personal call with the group on mindset because that's the thing that's standing in people's way. It's not your ability. It's not your talent. It's not your gift. It's not whether you lack the skill. You, you can go out there and create and, and build the skill. Skills can be built up and built up and developed and developed, right? The problem in the most loving way is the way you think about what you want. That's the biggest issue that we all have. And every single level requires a new version of your thinking. So it's going to keep going. But here's the thing. You start now, you get into the swing of it. You understand your limitations. You understand what comes up for you. When they show up, <laughs> you can knock them back down. You can kick them out. Okay. I, am, I know that I'm kind of driven by fear. So when fear tries to show up for me, I'm like, woo, where the party at? I'm like so on a roll with it. I'm like, okay, cool. That means I'm, a, I'm about to level up because I feel afraid. Okay, fear. Like, I'm, and people who have been on calls with me before, my thing is to take fear by the neck and drag it through. <laughs> I literally see it bumping its head, everything, dragging it through. Yes, I'm a bit violent like that when it comes to those things. I'm going to unleash my superhero. Don't mess with me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to whiz through some of these. Just, these are just food for thought. God never said that you will live an average or unfulfilled life. You and the people who programmed your mind assumed your worth, assumed ability and deservingness. You have, the, you have the same brains and ability like the most successful ones have. Only the circumstances are different. And I can assure you that your circumstances are not the worst. Do we ever sit in our, in our, in our mess sometimes and say, my circumstances are oh, because this is happening. Oh my gosh, I can't do this because, oh, because, oh, because, right? Don't lie. We all do it sometimes, right? Our circumstances are not the worst and we have the same brains. We just have to engage them. It's so important. It's so important to identify beliefs because once you identify a negative belief, once you bring it into the light, you will see it doesn't belong to you. That in it came from your parents, it came from your family, from, from your society, from your friends, and you bought it into, but it isn't yours. Okay? Holding on to something that isn't yours is called theft. Don't be a belief thief. Let go of what isn't yours. Are you holding on to belief systems that are not yours? Is that why you feel like you can't edge forward or move forward? Is that why? You impact one, that, that person might impact a thousand. 
Empowering beliefs are ideas that launch us forward and help us to become the person we want to be. Empowering beliefs are freeing, encouraging and inclusive. They nurture and uplift. When we find ourselves harboring a limiting belief, we need to replace it with one that cultivates joy. Joy, 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 joy. When you're going through that day in the life, you're getting joyful. I can feel it. I can see it. You become more joyful. Okay. When you're talking about some of those things, dig in. And we want to get rid of these limiting beliefs, anything that's in the way. Awesome. Your current blueprint is your belief system. And that belief system is shaped by what you have learned and experienced. What is coming up for you when we go through this? When you're thinking about your stops, when you're thinking about the things that are holding you back, who taught you to care what other people think? So I know for the people who did answer my, my questions, which was so helpful, I want to tackle into this. Who taught you to care about what other people think? Who taught you to be afraid that you might fail? I mean, what the heck is failure? Who taught you that you were not worthy of the day in the life you want? Who taught you to manage your finances the way you do? Who taught you to simply sit back and believe what you do about money? What you're struggling with at the moment, who taught you that? I want you to actually do think. And normally the people that come to mind first are the people who have um, initiated some of those beliefs. Okay? This can be parents, like we said, family, society, whatever it is. Okay? So I'm going to go into this real quickly. When I was growing up, I grew up in a, my mum had me really young. She was 17, turning 18. And she built up her life. She really, really did go for it. But she was a single mother. There was three of us when I was growing up, when I was quite small. And I was the eldest. I had a lot of responsibility as a teenager that was not normal for a teenager to have. Okay? Regardless of what the world tries to teach about the difference between society and families and cultures, it wasn't normal for the amount of responsibility that I had as a teenager growing up. I learned a lot of money mindset from my mum and my dad because that's who teaches you about money, right? It's what you observe. My mum had money, she had great jobs all of this kind of stuff, boom, 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 boom. And then she was in a marriage. It didn't work out and everything began to decline. My dad was like, it was hard for him. It was hard for him. I grew up knowing, oh, I can get money, but I couldn't keep it. That it was hard to make money, hard to, um, you know, um, earn money, hard to keep money, hard to multiply money. Money was hard. That's what I grew up believing. Now imagine you grow up believing that you go into your own journey that reflects and deflects on everything as a performer, as a dancer, as a friend and all of this kind of stuff, wanting to be generous, but not quite to so be in tight, being afraid. Money would give me so much anxiety when I would think about money, when I would look at my bank account, all of it. In 2018, I went on a journey and I started digging into money mindset. This is something that we also do within our mastermind, digging into money mindset so I could get rid of the limiting beliefs. I'm using money because I do enjoy talking about money and it's a, it's a huge deal, right? 
but this could be time. This could be energy. This could be anything in your life that is of substance or that you feel is of lack. Why is it of lack? There is no lack of money in the world. There isn't. That's the truth. There is enough for everybody. But the belief systems we have limit us into a space. Therefore, we can be deflecting it instead of attracting it. Right? Who wants to attract more money? More time? More energy? But that sometimes we get so caught up in this, the stories. What do you believe? I'm going to just stick with money here. What do you believe when you think about money? What's the sentences that come up? I realized, you know, I, I've been in positions, especially running a business and hitting five figures and doing all that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, cool. Now I feel absolutely fine, right? Because I've done so much work on it. But I'd been in positions where my money would dip down again, right? And I get to create new ways to make it. We'll get into that, but I get to create new ways to make it. But one of the biggest, um, the biggest things for me was the difference of feeling. I haven't felt anxious about money since 2018. I haven't felt weird about it. I'm, I'm kind of um, bold about talking about it. And that's not normal for someone like me. I love talking about money. I love it. I love money because it gives opportunities. It makes space for people, right? So how do you feel about it? And whatever it is that's actually coming up for you, how do you feel about it? Whatever's calling you, causing you anxiety in those areas, that's where we want to dig into. Sometimes you've got to lean into the anxiety. They tell you to run away from it nowadays. They tell you to get all sorts of pills from it for it nowadays. But sometimes it's teaching you something. It's saying, hey, Danielle, like God wants to give you more money. There's more money for you. Do we want to just deal with this area here? So when you look at your bank account, you can still feel good about it, even if there's a penny in it or even if there's a million in it whatever's there because that doesn't define you thank you so much for spending your time with me here on the i empower her show i've been your show host danielle lecointe mosca it would mean so much to me if you shared this podcast with a friend i know that there are so many women out there who just need a little bit of inspiration motivation and edification to walk into their god-given mission i'd also love if you headed to the show notes and left a five-star review it would mean the world to me see you on the next episode Thank you.